You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Black Box After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Black Box After Show. <laughs> all right, damn it. ABC's Black Box back on tonight after a few weeks of hiatus. Hi, I'm Mindy Thomas. Thanks for joining us. It's awesome to be a fan of Black Box right now. A lot of action going on. And my lovely co-host, starting on my left with a beautiful coral necklace. Uh, uh-huh. Please introduce yourself, and then we will move on to your lovely co-host <laughs> sitting next to you in the blue. Well, thank you, Mindy. It's good to be back. Good to see you guys. I'm Teresa, and I'm excited to be here with you guys. Welcome. And I am the mystery lady in blue. I'm Jade Lauren. Jade, how, Jade Lauren, yes. loving the, uh, that's a, like a romantic, uh, I love it, <laughs> love it, pretty. love it. Thank you. Yes, and I want to just share really quickly, Maria Menunos, the CEO of AfterBuzz, has come out with this wonderful new book called The Every Girl's Guide to Diet and Fitness. So guess what it's about? Diet and fitness, you know, those things we think about this time of year and we have to Try on bathing suits. Yikes. Okay, maybe you've already bought yours, and I'm just the last person on the planet. But anyway, okay, we're going to get into our immediate reaction of Black Box, and I'm so excited to be back in studio with you guys tonight. <laughs> I know. You were on a hiatus for it's so long. It's been three weeks. It's been three weeks, but you know what? It wasn't too long for Bickman to get his fingers in somebody's brain, literally. <laughs> uh, excuse literally, me. But yeah, that was, <laughs> we're talking some intensity tonight. <laughs> Teresa. Are you feeling intense? Like I'm after- feeling it. Yeah. It's episode seven, so we're right in the thick of it. The show is pulling out all the stops. Uh, I really like this episode because we get to see Catherine and Vickman's relationship really take a turn. Um, I want to go as far as saying that this is the episode where Catherine falls in love with Vickman. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. That is That's like calling. nosedive off the cliff. I wow. think it, it, there's a lot shifting in this episode. We see her pull away from Will after that awkward family dinner. Awkward. Um, and they really have gotten closer, I think, especially with the surgery that they performed together. Yes, so lots of ground to cover. Jade, how are you feeling immediately after watching the show this evening? I feel that I'm starting to lose a little bit of faith and Dr. Black and Will's engagement if it's going to if they're going to make it down the aisle I'm not hearing wedding bells at all got to have a faith faith the faith all I'm Uh hearing is dun 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 okay all right. (laughs) (laughs) but Will had some good moves there when he was busting out the excitement about the upcoming wedding and Mm -hmm. he was looking forward to the rehearsal dinner as the chef and kind of talking about plans and things I don't know it seems like reality is starting to hit him though and Uh I don't want to jump the gun too much but it's starting to feel like I think he's 
accepting that maybe she's not it. Well, let me just give a quick shout out to fans real quick and interject that you can listen to us on iTunes, rate and review the show, and we'd love to stay connected to you on Twitter, so we will give you our addresses toward the end of the show, and we've got a lot to talk about because this was just exciting to be like back watching this show and seeing what all's going on, and there was lots of, lots of turning going on. Lots of wondering where things are going. There's a twist, <laughs> there is a turn, there is a U-turn, there's a lot of that. Exactly. Starting off with Frankie, the the case study. Mm-hmm. Uh, very interesting because he's an expert photographer and having a good time with the models and colors. And then, uh-oh, his left leg kind of numbs and he's experiencing something. Fortunately, the models knew what was going on. They took him where else but the state of the art, the cube. Best place to be for I love that anything he, like that. I love that the models knew to take him there. Smart yeah. models. Smart models. I'm loving it. <laughs> that defies... Breaking stereotypes. Exactly. That defies every stereotype that models are not smart. And when they went in, we had a few a bumbling doctors that weren't quite sure who they were. <laughs> they lost sense yeah. of like identity. Bickman was thinking, oh, wait. Models here and at Owen the cube? too. He Owen got in too. on that action. <laughs> yeah, that was good. And then Doctor Black, you know, she had to play it cool and be like, "Oh well, why don't you just let them know why they're acting this way?" So I loved how she kind of played that off because we know she's really got some serious feelings for Bick, as she Bick. called him a couple times. Now we're not going to get into the romance. We're going to dive more into the case study with Frankie mm-hmm. first because you know this was very interesting color blindness. that uh, he is experiencing as a professional photographer. And, I mean, this is his livelihood, and Dr. Black totally gets it. She's very intuitive, and she just cares way beyond the realm of, like, a doctor-patient sort of stoic thing. Yeah. That's a great characteristic. I mean, how many doctors out there genuinely, you know, want to help their patients out the way right. that I mean, does. wouldn't you love a doctor like that, Jane? Like, do you, I mean, that what an incredible experience. Maybe you've mm-hmm. had that experience. I'm not going to a doctor that doesn't make me feel like they care about me. <laughs> that that appointment's ending quickly. I've yeah. always had good luck with my doctor. And she's going way over and beyond. And then, of course, at the end, we'll have to get into that because that's some fun stuff, how she and Vic kind of get into some mm-hmm. of their similar passions. Right. And just to tease that again. All right. Well, Frankie, yeah, he um, he was really in for it. And then they came up with uh, some type of a machine where it actually it was Dr. Lena chimes in. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hey, you know, um, here's this type of machine. And so he puts on these glasses and then he's able to see colors with sounds. Well, I don't think he was, he wasn't able to see the colors. Okay. He was able to identify, identify the colors from the sound. And just a little correction, he was a makeup artist. Makeup artist. Right. Thank you for that. Yes, you're no. right. I, that's what I'm here for. That's what we're here for. Thank you. <laughs> yes. I am the fact checker over break here. Break it on down now. Break it down. Break it on down Break it down. I really appreciate that. Keep, keep on chiming in because you know what? The fans are listening too mm-hmm. and they're hearing what I'm saying, you're saying, and we want to all get it right. And if we don't get it right, make sure and we want you to tweet us. And I also want to hear if you're bipolar, then I want to hear your take on the show and please connect with me and I want to hear your thoughts about how the show is evolving and where it's going. Okay, so the color has gone out of my life, says the makeup artist, Frankie. Right. Thank you very yes. much. Yeah. I guess, you know, model, photographer, I don't know. Who knows? It's it's, it's good. It's it's in the black box. It's, that's it's that's the whole thing. <laughs> we find out that he's suffered a stroke on both sides of his brain. 
um, mm. and that's what resulted oh, in uh, his loss of color. Yes. That's intense. I mean, that is intense. And I love the photography because Dr. Black at one point is sort of in, in a little bit of black and white, and there's some sound effects that kind of, again, which mm. Teresa loves when they show the perspective of the patient right. artistically. And so that was beautifully done as well to sort of mm. get the intensity of what he's experiencing. And I think Dr. Black really related to Frankie because, you know, he loses his color. And what gives Dr. Black, Catherine, color in her world is her job. And so her fight to try to find a Mm -hmm. cure for him parallels sort of the struggles that she's going through right now. Because I think sometimes we forget that she is struggling with bipolar. Mm -hmm. And I feel that it brings you back to remember that's why she's so passionate about her job and why she cares so much about fixing patients because hers can't necessarily be cured. It's something she has to live and cope with. So she, her goal is to cure people, not to just give them a remedy to make things better. But this time it was more of a challenge for her because she actually had to find a way for him to live with it and make the best of it. Absolutely. It, and she, that's what I love about her is she tries to find creative solutions to the problem. There's never really a no. She never takes that as an answer. She always looks for loopholes and finds a solution. And her passion is so genuine because she opens up with her psychiatrist played by Vanessa Redgrave. And so glad to see her back in the show tonight. Mm-hmm. And then so her her true passion for her patients is coming out in her psychotherapy psychiatrist appointment. So yeah, mm-hmm. this is genuine a total and total passion for her patients. And so uh, the doctor's analyzing that she's anxious about the in-laws and, and there's some analysis there about curing and healing, like what Jade was saying, mm-hmm. and the difference thereof, and just to sort of accept that. And, you know, when talking more about this, uh, the psychiatrist could see, hey, this is really important to her. So then I love the phone call. She gets the cell call from, from Vanessa Redgrave's mm-hmm. character, which is uh, Dr. Hart Trump. Mm-hmm. Hart Tramp? Yeah, hard tramp. Thank you. Yes. And uh, yeah, we, you don't need I, us to fact check you. You've you got, got this. You I got this, Mindy. I'm trying to trump myself. There's a hard tramp. <laughs> okay, so um, then she says synesthesia. Yeah, that was synesthesia. 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 Well, everybody okay. looks at me now. <laughs> <I know. laughs> we once have the fact checker <laughs> isn't sure of which one it is. Everybody now. wants to turn to me. Oh, great. No <laughs> pressure at all. <laughs> Thank you. That's it. There you go. Oh, there beautiful. Go. And yes, that was the uh, the color blindness. And so then from there is how he can be treated and with therapy. And then he sends that video on the cell phone. What did you think of that, Jay? I loved it. Oh, it was his way of showing her his gratitude. And I think it's almost like when you walk into a doctor's office and you see all those cards and thank you letters. That was his thank you letter. And it does encourage them because that's why they go into the profession. Yeah, it totally. Is to help people. It fit his character. It creeped me out a little bit, but I get it. <laughs> it was a bit like a voodoo doll look, but you don't know no, beyond that. And it yeah. did speak to her it heart. And it, yes. and it created that more of a parallel between both of their stories. And he wanted exactly. to, what he did was he painted his, he put makeup on his face and like all these different co- colors. It was almost like tribal zebra meets colors of the rainbow and its face is like totally ornated with all of these different colors and he's like has this like little video yeah. I don't know yeah. why I was doing this or if he wasn't going, he wasn't doing Vogue yeah. a very old episode of Gilligan's Island that could have been thrown in there as well exactly <laughs> that too and I love it at the end though he says 
he mouths, I love you. And oh, you catch that. He was like, yeah, that was really beautiful. <laughs> I love that. I thought that was so, and it made her day. It made her feel like, okay, I have my purpose. I am doing things right. I can't, I, this motivates me even more. Right. Totally. And moving on to Miranda Archer, another yeah. patient mm. uh, that came in by helicopter from Syria. We had a little news break that was on the TV. We knew it was about to happen. And I loved personally the bold reference to the Benghazi uh you know, incident overseas and sort of the, uh, I just loved it. I loved how, where they went with that. And then the helicopter lands. She's coming in, the journalist, award-winning journalist from Syria. She's been uh, hit with shrapnel, they think. So they think there's an emergency uh, surgery. So the intensity, I love that intensity that they created. Oh, it got yeah. really yeah. intense at the cube. <laughs> Lights Never out. Never seen it like Literally. that before. Yeah. No. And uh, so, so this journalist, she ends up, you know, on the operating table with all these experts and Dr. Black, she's looking at the x-ray, the brain x-ray. Well, well, then she discovers, wait a second, this thing, this thing's got air in it. And she's like, this sucker could detonate. So, you know, she, she runs in there. She runs in there. <laughs> no, we all know when I saw this, it totally grinded my gears because I, I don't know much about the medical profession. I was an advertising major for good reason. But she goes in there while they're getting ready to operate, about to start operating with no, she didn't wash her hands. She didn't throw on. No, she just well, went in there. it's a life or death situation. So everybody's she's thinking to the bigger wall. Picture. She's spreading exactly. germs. I felt like that was like med school one hundred and one. No, no, I watch Grey's Anatomy. The elbows if you go into, uh, yeah, she and you've got to put your scrub. She on. didn't even yeah. scrub the elbows. Yeah, <laughs> as I digress, like as it's I digress. the bathroom or something. You have to kind of weigh the. Okay, I know. Blow up the hospital or wash my elbows. Exactly. Now, Bickman was all over this thing. He was, like, ready to operate, I mean, like, yesterday. Because he's a thrill seeker. He's always ready to operate yesterday. (laughs) He's like, are you ready now? He's always... Born ready. That's his adrenaline high. <laughs> yeah, yes. and who cares if the thing might detonate? They're all like right on top of it. They that doesn't scare anybody off. Mm-hmm. That no. was pretty amazing. And they had that debate and just totally committed in there. But uh, yeah, the thrill seeking is part of I think also the connection that was mm-hmm. because uh, you know fingers got involved in the surgery and the uh, brain. literally yes. fingers got involved. They had to turn off the power and they literally had just a scalpel. A flashlight and Dr. Bickman's hands to remove. And Dr. Black, who mm-hmm. was brought in because she actually got to study the CT scan prior so she could talk Bickman through it. And I think it was an opportunity for us to see them work hand in hand and see how well they complement each other. L- literally. <laughs> hand, <laughs> in hand, hand in hand. Literally. Yeah, that was intense. Their brains literally came together. And it was. it's interesting that sparks were flying in an operating room. Okay, and right after the surgery, she's like, Ian. Oh, Oh, yes, she did. (laughs) It was not by his life. It was like, whoa, you have brought it tonight, honey. That's why I said this is the episode where she falls in love with him. She's not aware of it yet. Oh, okay, that's the whole thing. Yeah, she's not aware of it yet, but it's the seeds planted. But the the depiction, okay, (laughs) over at the in-laws... Okay, let's let's really jump yes. into that because uh, ooh we yeah are we I'm, going there? Are you taking it there? there? Are we ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm okay. just excited. Okay, what are we gonna cook up? Because we're talking about Will. What's you know? brewing? That's right. Something's <laughs> in the kitchen, in and the at one point, yeah, we'll say later in the show what what was really in the kitchen, the right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Way to well, start off a dinner on the yeah. wrong foot. Wrong gift. 
And before she bought the gift, of course, who does she run into with Esme out Doctor by the Bigman, hotel? Leaving a hotel. And uh-huh. she randomly run into one another. And looking she's really like, cute. Well, I'm going to meet my in laws. And Jade, you know, what do you think about her meeting the in laws for the first time after they have been going out now? They've been engaged for a while. What is the tradition these days? I, w- there is no such thing as tradition anymore. I mean, it's. I never understood like that really but they are a traditional family. They seem totally. Like, so it, it's that's even more crazier that the mom had not met a woman that he's considering spending the rest of his life with because it's so clear that their relationship is so close. Except he knew he's a mama's boy. She was going to drop the hammer too. Well, didn't and they have an waited? engagement party already? Parents like the family wasn't there. I don't know if that's a continuity mishap or if that's like purposeful. Like it had to be purpose? purposeful. I mean, yeah. after that long yes. of a period of time. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, that mama, she just, woo. She, she, that is a mama's boy. Oh, <laughs> if I haven't seen one, that? that is a mama's boy to a T. I've dated a mama's boy before, and she takes the cake. Did you think that <laughs> it changed things? Because that's really his stepdad, right? Because the real dad was an alcoholic. Yes, right. his dad was alcoholic, okay. made empty promises, daddy issues. But he seems to have a good relationship with the stepfather. Yeah, is it all appearances? They're just putting up appearances to kind of say like this is how we do but he really likes another way apparently I mean because mm-hmm. he's already told her that he likes the wild side of things so I, maybe it's just a side of him that his mother doesn't know okay so she she doesn't know that he likes the wild things about her maybe that's why he's been so secretive about things with her and maybe the mom really just was saying if you're going to marry this woman you need to bring her to the house so we can cook her a meal and get to know this girl yeah, and what was that phrase that she lo- said to Dr. Black, uh, to Catherine? She says, now you better love my son, like the sun, sun the, the moon, moon, and the stars. stars. Well, not <laughs> only that, she was laying it on thick, like, the entire dinner, you know. Very First, aggressive. she gives Catherine a matching cookbook and says, you know, you should help with cooking every no, night. No, not help. You should cook. You should cook, cook for my son. He does not need to be coming home after cooking all day as a chef. Does she not realize she's talking to a neuroscientist? <laughs> no, she, I think here. she knew. I don't think she cared. Because in her eyes, her priority and only main concern is her son. And that's it. Then well, she had to she, put in her, yeah. her two cents about the wedding. This is not looking long term because a lot of times the uh, the parents, I think, will embrace... <laughs> will embrace the person that is coming into the family, like, that is the number one priority. Ideally, sure. I ideally. feel that she embraced her. I think she okay. was very aggressive with the embrace, almost oh. force, forcing their like, relationship. Like, squeezing out any other desire that she might have for anything else. And it could <laughs> she be did just, have some nice things to say, yes. but it was almost, like, backhanded. Like, okay, you're great and everything, mm-hmm. but this is how I envision I, I think too your life with my son. That she was laying, like, marking her territory. It was suffocating. Yeah, I'm just saying. It was very suffocating. Yeah. It was totally a lot to agree. throw on Catherine, and we see her get really frustrated, and she starts answering texts from Bickman and withdrawing herself from the dinner. <laughs> Can you go more into that? Because you were really amused by. <laughs> oh, I, I love the scene when he he's texting her for advice on on what he should do with the patient, and she says, "Take a picture of it." 
and he's like, he has a scalpel, and he's like, click. <laughs> the Instagram, like, in the middle. With, like, a piece of flesh, though, like, hanging yeah. on the t- Like, what? That's this- how I envision doctors dating, you know? Like, that's the kind of stuff that they're going to be texting each other. <laughs> right, because <laughs> that's your selfie. <laughs> and is, and is, is that his angle, too? He's kind of working it, like, he knows that's their connection. We've and got something he is in common. Yeah. I, that's not how the he song knows. goes, but yeah. there's a song about people having stuff in common. Okay, so is this, how are you feeling about their romance then? Um, well, let's let's first talk about, because I know we're getting excited about the, the big, yeah. the <laughs> big finale here. But, are. Okay, but Will and Catherine, are they, are they becoming very unstable then? Because they're both getting texts from other people. He's got the, uh, you know, the bikini texts coming in and. That wasn't a bikini, those were text? panties. Oh, okay. <laughs> those were lace satin red oh, oh. burgundy-ish panties. What, and what did her text say? Ready for, for dessert. dessert. Yes. That's a, do you think she wants something there? Um, <laughs> think about that one. Is she trying to give something is away? That, yeah. <laughs> what does my mom say? Why buy the cow if you can get the milk for free? Well, Delilah I mean, is playing it all Delilah. wrong. And then makes it look like there's some type of break-in at the restaurant or something, and he goes there. She'll learn him Yes. And then she's sitting on the cabinet where he always cooks something up, and he, yeah. Well, she does her thing, but he's uh, he's a good guy, and he's and trying to hold you know set, hold his own and say you know his his relationship with mm-hmm. Catherine's very exciting at the beginning of the show. He referenced that, and and he's like, no, no, thank you. But he also told Catherine about it in the car that she had texted him. He was honest. So he was honest. Him. He I respected like their but, relationship, yep. but he was distrustful of Bickman. And he was mm-hmm. distrustful of the text that she was getting. But he didn't know for really from who. Right, right. But, but yeah, the trust issues were definitely surfacing on that mm-hmm. awkward ride back from the in-laws. I should probably tell you what's going on right now before you lose your mind and find out later. You in your own apartment but, tonight. But did she tell him? But she, but she didn't tell him, oh, me and Bickman were exchanging, like, doctor selfies with each other. No, she was not forthcoming with that because at that point she is feeling so, I mean, she needs an outlet. She needs somebody she can talk to. She's about to get off those meds. She's ready. She's stressed out. we see her take her meds like she should. Mm -hmm. We do. She did. She did. And she almost wanted to go off of them, but then she did lean on her psychiatrist. And I think that helped, it seemed like. Uh, But she does ask about Bick's whereabouts. And I notice he's got a nickname now. I didn't yeah, notice that she so had cute. called like him that it. before. Yeah, oh, I calls him Big kind of... too, though. So it's like a hospital. Oh, okay, thing. a hospital. But she's becoming more personable with him. Before it was Doctor Bickman, mm-hmm. right? There's some feelings brewing, but I think you're right. She's yeah. just not. She's aware not aware of, of it yet, but it's happening, and we're going to see it more mm-hmm. next episode. Oh, that's yeah. my prediction. My early prediction. Oh, early prediction. We'll get it. We'll <laughs> we're get not there. We're not there. We're not there. Not there. Whoa, whoa, whoa! But you know what? Um, yeah, I totally enjoyed how the show unfolded. There was interesting case studies, um, and then Will, and where the relationship, the love triangle is going. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, Jade, I heard you have a little news for us tonight. I do have some news. Okay. Let me just... And what is this about? Is this about tweets? Yes. All right. Yeah. Because We're so thankful that you stay connected with us because we just, we just love it. We love to stay connected. And we do read everything, and we try to respond to everything that we can. So Eileen Shaken tweets that Bickman living in hotels was one of the original character concepts that Amy Holden brought to the writer's room. And we should talk more about that last scene before mm-hmm. we, we delve too much into news and gossip. I think the Bickman-Catherine scene at the rooftop 
okay. the, where we, we get to okay, really know Bigman's right story, backstory. Let's, let's talk about that a little dive, bit. Yeah. What did you guys think? Well, I was shocked that he lived in a hotel. I know he's non-committal, but to not even commit to like owning a property or he could own like really some cool you know condo or something Mm -hmm. and yet he's he's camping out at the hotels and he's kind of transient that way yeah so that non-committal totally non-committal that shows like he is just late every day is that a man though you want to fall in love with is someone that's afraid of commitment and you know i think Catherine has the potential to really change him I mean, he's like, you know, I, what, what do you say? I like drink. I. Right. Okay. Okay. I, drink, I totally got I, Humphrey I Bogart. Operate. Like when they were on the roof <laughs> and he's like, I drink, I smoke, I get wild or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But he, there's a hint of sadness to that too. True. So I, I think, you know, he has feelings for Catherine, obviously, but we don't know to what extent. But I think if she does meet up with him and mm-hmm. they're at the same page, that she has potential to to change him and make him fall in love with her oh. and maybe be a little bit more committed. Okay, so house. she'll bring out another side of him that he keeps more hidden, the generous side where he's working with the homeless people. Exactly. And this giving thing that he sort of masks with this uh, aggressive superiority. Or, let's be honest. <gasps> Oh, no. Someone's mm-hmm. cynical here. <laughs> oh, no. Cynical. The man Jay's has... going to reel it in. Yes. I'm just Let's saying. <laughs> no, I mean, the man has commitment issues. Yeah. It's probably more of a challenge because it's not easy for him. So I don't think it's necessarily the person that he's interested in. It's the challenge. <gasps> it's the chase. Oh. So for him, I feel that it could be something almost as if it's a a game to him because again you're right he's like a thrill seeker right and this could be one of those covert ways a covert uh, you know sort of oh i'm gonna see until because you know men are pursuers they were just made that way they're made to go hunt and get the bison okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) go grab that bison for me hashtag get the bison hashtag get the bison i don't want a man if he can't bring the bison for me to fry it in the pan no thank you like gatherers nuts and berries okay Okay. well i believe in bickman i believe he has a bigger heart than that you just really think he's hot and that's why she's believing in him don't believe i'm not buying it i'm not buying it Teresa. He's got a softer side <laughs> to him, and she's going to pull it out. Is is Will the real deal, or is Bick? I think... Bick. No. No. Okay. I think Bickman is fun, and I think Bickman and her have issues, deep issues, not issues... Like, his issue is his commitment issues. Remember they thought he was, what, a sociopath? Yeah. Right, right. So he has those type of... And he wants to manipulate and control situations, even if he does come across as being, in my opinion... Even if he comes across as coming around and maybe wanting to change, he's going to revert back to his old ways. Right. Just like how she will always revert back to not taking her meds at some point. That's so sad. Yeah. Yeah. I know. But I, I feel like <laughs> Teresa was the parade and I was the cl- the cloud yeah. that just like rained a bunch of yeah. raindrops on her. And she's just like, no. Yeah. Jane, do you have any more tweets? Because these these are leading to good conversations. Good discussions. Yeah, that's I know. Right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That's right. Let's get him to my phone. Let's see. Yeah, he does love the chase. Bigman totally loves the chase. What you got there? Amy Holden Jones writes, Frankie hates losing color in his life. Catherine fantasizes she will lose color in hers if she marries Will. Ooh. Ooh. And this is the creator so. of the show, so... 
I'm gonna go with whatever Amy's saying. Right. It's her show. She's saying that Will isn't the one. And Mm -hmm. also remember when they go back to the Leave it to Beaver scenario at the the dinner with the in-laws. Can you go more into that? Because I think that's something that's really cool to just expound upon. Well, Catherine's trying to kind of catch her breath after sort of being suffocated at the dinner table. And she says, can I sit in here, you know, by you, um, his his stepdad. And, And so she's watching the TV and all of a sudden it turns into black and white and she sees herself. On the TV, like cooking in the kitchen. Oh, 50s sitcom style. The stars with, and the moon, right? With medical supplies. Oh, right. Yes. And then she saw, okay, counting the drips of the anesthesia and sort of some of that playing out. And she's needing to it, it, kind of escape and sort of get out of what just happened. Mm-hmm. And so it's all playing out in her brain, I think, as she's watching yeah. the TV. Well, the part that I really took away from it is when she starts saying he is the star, the moon, the sky, or whatever it is. But she keeps repeating it as if, like, she needs I mean, to convince herself that that really is the case. And then it just gets wrong. She is just not happy in that kitchen cooking that dinner every night. I mean, that no. is not her role in life. It's almost each time she said it, it, she repeated herself about him being the sun, the moon, the, moon, the light the stars or whatever right. it was. It's even more upset that she gets as she keeps repeating yeah, it. She's almost less been, convinced that she's I'm kind of surprised she wasn't like popping her wristband. She would have popped it like a thousand times. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right. Maybe the stirring. That's why she kept like stirring even more. Like, and, uh, wait by the way, a minute. Am I've I getting heard, into this right now? I've heard that thing doesn't really help. You know how she's done that in prior episodes where you pop the yeah. wristband and it's supposed to help you get into positive thoughts. So tweet us and let us know if you pop the wristband, if it's, you know, if it helps or not, because I just, I, I don't know. Maybe it's different really. for everyone. Yeah, that's true. Next episode that we do, we are going to wear some snap wristbands, and we are going to snap, <laughs> and we are going oh, no. to advise whether or not it works. We'll try not to make it too loud. As long, as long as we don't have to do that one dance move, the snap, drop, and roll, or whatever. You, anyway, Wait, okay. do it again. Well, go. One more time. One more time, Mindy. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? Which dance? Okay, it went from one snap to another. Snap. That's Yeah, that's the way my, <laughs> you know black box works okay so um and just uh do you have any more i have so many more i can just it's like the tweets that keep on giving they're really helping us dive into some of these scenes that we haven't gotten to uncover yet so i'm I'm really fascinated with what else you have and i love hearing from the creator of the show so thanks for bringing that jade you're welcome, Mindy. So from Eileen Shaken again, and her Twitter handle is Eileen Shake at Eileen Shaken. And she says the hair and makeup in this episode was inspired in part by Christian Dior's 2011 Haute Couture show. Love that. Oh. I love that. Ooh, it sounds very elegant. Brought a little fashion into it, and that, which makes sense because the styling is so... Oh, it's so great. I love Catherine Black's wardrobe. There's about this just, whole series, Helmet Lang. She always yeah, looks incredible to me. I mean, it doesn't matter if she has scrubs on or some kind of fancy outfit. I don't even know what she's wearing. It's just to me, I'm in her character. One thing for sure, ABC did not skim on the wardrobe budget because I know that she's probably wearing Christian Dior oh, on absolutely. that show. None of that came from Zara or Target. Okay. <laughs> None of that. And it's amazing. It looks great. Oh, I'm loving that. Mm-hmm. Well, so are you going to wear some of that? Do you have some of that? <laughs> I know, right? I know. Um, go shop. Can we go go shopping? Next I have episode. Zara. <laughs> 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 Nothing wrong with Zara. Okay. Let's see. Kelly Riley. This is the big news and gossip of the night. Drum roll, please. Okay. Okay, there we go. It's, this is sort of an artificial drum roll, but, but we're, but we're trying. We're, drum we're giving an E for effort, okay? Maybe the mics didn't pick it up, but there was a drum roll there. Okay, Kelly Riley has joined... 
Twitter. Applause. Yay. All right. And you can find her at Kelly Riley B Box. Okay, very On good Twitter. to know. Very so make sure you follow her. We're Connect gonna follow her. her to Twitter, Kelly. We love you. Yes, we do. We love your outfits. We love your acting. Pretty amazing. Yeah, very good, very good. Well, let's let's jump into predictions if you guys are ready. And, and I... now, after Buzz TV. <laughs> Who is that? Where is that coming from? <laughs> the voice of God. <laughs> it's always a great voice to hear. <laughs> okay, so Teresa, what do you have for us tonight in terms prediction. of a prediction? So I pay attention to a lot of the little details and. I was thinking about that scene with Delilah and Will, how she asked for his coat. I thought that was a little odd. We were talking about it when we watched that scene, you know, like how, what were you wearing She's not going to have a covering when she walks in there, right? Exactly. So I think, you know, she's very cunning and I want to say she may use that against Will and possibly, you know, go to (gasps) Catherine and say, hey, like, you know, Will and I are back at it. Look, I have his jacket. Could be something in the pocket. That way. Yeah. It's almost like she stalks them at the grocery store, and then she just happens to have on that coat. Mm -hmm. She stalked before. She'll stalk again. Yeah. And Jade, how are you feeling about what could happen in the near future in Black Box? In Black Box. My predictions, I would say, okay, so you hit the Delilah point. Took my prediction. Okay. Oh, that was your prediction? <laughs> well, we we're always on the same wavelength I know. about things. I don't even mind. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Let me talk about Bickman and Black. He offered her at the end of the episode, he says, after he talks about his awesome hotel that he stays at, he's like, and it's got a great bar. You want to get a drink with me? <laughs> and okay. it just cuts. Okay. So she she's going her. to the bar. She's going to the bar, and she's going to get drunk, and he is going to... Take advantage take, of that. Yes. Fully. Yeah. Okay. He's asking her on a date. He's not He's not asking her, like, hey, as a colleague and friend, who I get along so well with. No, they just got started to get along. He is totally trying to make the move on her, and I think he's going to try. I don't know if she'll accept his offer because I feel like the cat and mouse game has to keep on going for a while. So I'm hoping that she doesn't cave in. I hope she's a lady about it, you know? But right. like, <laughs> I don't know like, how you can really be seen, a lady, though, if you're engaged. Based on what we've seen, this episode doesn't seem very likely. What, you think she's going to? Well, I don't know if she's going to do anything. I think she may accept the drink, but. It's still a date, and I don't think she's going to tell Will. Okay, no. and I think in terms of Will, my prediction is that she is not going to want to plan that wedding. She's not going to be into the plans. She's not even going to be into the fact of getting married and tied down in her mind to this situation that, you know, about sent her packing basically mm-hmm. into an episode uh, for her own well-being. I, she just did not feel the approval of his right. mother. And that was very important to her. She does not have a mother. She does not feel approved of. And, you know, it was like she was kind of X'd out and all that mattered was hi- was him. Well, who wants to be like completely X'd out? I think she saw a part of Will that she, his family is, it's not a dysfunctional family. And she comes from a dysfunctional, mm-hmm. somewhat dysfunctional family. She even family. said they were like the most close-knit, lovely family she's ever met. And, she, and with the underlying current that she'll never fit in, that that is not her M.O. Agree. But she's, she's looking for it, but it just won't ever work for her. And then Bigman plays on that. Well, I think the fact that mm-hmm. she asked Owen where Bigman was and... Owen said up at the roof. Like, she made sort of a decision there 
to kind of enter that territory. Yeah, kind of. But in her mind, she could have played it off, not paying attention to her real feelings. Like, I'm just going to check in, see how he's doing. It was an intense day. We could have almost died in the operating room and they're kind of coming off of that and a lot of co-workers will get together and whatever you know. she wants to say to justify right right i mean right. i think honestly i'd pretty pretty much would bond with anybody if i just helped she perform like brain surgery and somebody's brain could have possibly have detonated and killed us Right. That's a pretty, that's a great bonding moment. Let's be honest here. Yeah, right. It's from, a good bonding moment. And we don't really know what that shrapnel was from Syria. It was uh, something that was inserted in the journalist's brain. It was like a bullet of some sort. Or like a, and then they put it into the casing where they could no longer be, uh, you know, affected by it. You know how it... it uh, but the way they just dropped it in there, did you kind of... Like they just, I don't know. I, I feel if I was to put, if I had like this bullet or missile thing that could possibly blow everybody into smithereens, maybe you just take the bullet and then just put it gently inside it. I felt like they just threw it in there. Right. And what do you yeah. think, what do you think these doctors, uh, like Bigman, what goes through his mind when he's putting his fingers in someone's brain? I'm back to that again because. I think he's just so like laser focused on what yeah. he needs to do that it's just like second nature to him he obviously does not have shaky hands okay so he's just (laughs) on it that's it and that's part of what makes them both thrive because she's so amazing at what she does very sharp very intuitive and then he's also i think they realize this this episode that they have a lot in common and that they work well together when they actually work together is that really enough for a romantic relationship though don't you have to have something that's beyond the 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 working capacity i mean sure thrill seeking and all that but where you know this this show actually continues to pose the very powerful question to me do you love out of your head or your heart Ooh, Mm. that's a great question to pose so I want to hear from you fans. Do you love out of your head or your heart? Which is safer? Yes, and let us safer, know in the YouTube comments. Okay, too. and just our Twitter address is really quick. You can contact me at Mindy Charlotte Teresa. You can find me on Twitter at Teresa Law. And you can find me on Twitter at Real Jade's World. All right. Thank you, Jade. Thank you, Teresa, for breaking the show down. We've had a great time with you here tonight. Thanks for joining us here on AfterBuzz TV for ABC's Black Box. We'll see you next week. Have a great week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.